0: They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather.
1: Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to Mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Mine, I was... Swinging around, no pain
0: (laughs) No pain, and Tacovas is western to their core They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe western staples Like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans Performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it They'll get you outfitted They believe in western for all And you can feel that when you go into their stores When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac It seemed like they were being greeted like family You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots but if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacova's.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. To be Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
1: I'm Lindsay Weber.
0: And up at the top of Us Weekly this morning is Garth Brooks, thanks, love of my life, Trisha Yearwood at Billboard Music Awards. I think
1: we like, once we said Garth Brooks twice, which was like on one pod and then like on, in a Patreon pod, somehow he got brought up there too. It's like he was unleashed.
0: Garth unleashed.
1: Do you think Access Hollywood led with him? <laughs> there's only one way to find out
0: you know what i could play it now i could just play one of those calls how about that okay. because this is the call-in show this is Fine. who's there a weekly call-in show where we take your questions comments concerns at 619 who them
2: hi as someone who watches every single damn gossip show at night because i hate myself i can 100 percent confirm that access hollywood has led with garth brooks like multiple times like i'm not even exaggerating any older male star? Yes. All the time. All over. And I always look at it and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? But no, it happens. Most
1: definitely. That is 100% something that totally happens on there. Anyway. congrats. <laughs> There are so many clips of them talking about him, and you can't tell if they're leading. So it's like kind of unfair to be like, because it's not. It you don't know whether they're leading with this. It's just like a clip.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just an excess Hollywood clip that with like. It's like Garth Brooks like talks about how great his marriage is. It's like a thousand clips about that. But I believe this caller that they've led with him many, many, many times, along with every other older male slip. You know.
0: I have no reason not to believe this caller. No reason. You know? No reason. This no. <laughs> caller. Um, I clicked this one, Reba McIntyre on Garth Brooks lip syncing, colon, I applaud him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's the hardest working man I've ever seen yeah. in my life, and its he will not let his fans down. So I, I kind of applaud him for if he did need to lip sync, he showed up.
0: We also got three of these.
3: Lindsay, Bobby,
4: about the Trisha Yearwood, Garth Brooks fake divorce, friends in law places, the inside. They're going to need friends in law places. Crunch, (laughs) crunch. Guards Brooks. (laughs) He'll need friends in law places. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) I don't even really remember how we got there, but thank you for calling in with those.
1: And honestly, they're never, ever going to break up. But if they do, don't say... We didn't give you something you can use. You'll need friends in law
0: places. <laughs> okay. Like lawyers.
1: <laughs> like...
0: In parentheticals on the headline. Like, like lawyers. lawyers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> They'll okay. get it. They'll get it. Alexander the Great is the most famous Macedonian. Sorry, Mother Teresa.
0: bite me mother teresa there is another famous macedonian in town and his name is alexander the great leave it to mother teresa to get ousted by like some gay man
1: (laughs) if he's not on famous birthdays we don't recognize him as a notable figure like worthy of ousting mother teresa who is on famousbirthdays.com. maybe you should add alexander the great onto famous do you even know when his birthday is Do you even know when alexander the great oh okay (laughs)
0: July 20th or 21st, 356
1: BC. <laughs> We're not sure which day. Famous <laughs> birthdays wouldn't allow that.
0: Um, n- next call.
2: Hi, hi. You forgot Teresa Caputo of Long Island Medium fame. Crunch, crunch. Bye.
0: So the three most famous Teresas Mother Teresa, Teresa Judice, and Teresa Caputo.
1: Sure. All right. Teresa Caputo is also with an H, though.
0: The extra letter in her name just makes it easier for the ghosts to see her. (laughs) Next call.
1: Hi, guys.
2: Long time, long time. Um, I'm sure we're way past this, but as your resident country hooligan, I'll call to tell you that an acre is equal to, wait, no, wrong. (laughs) A New York City block is five acres. So
1: there you go. Bye.
0: A New York City block is five acres. That helps me sort of visualize the size of an acre. That
1: actually negative helps me, but thank
0: you. Although cutting something into five is tough. That
1: literally negative (laughs) helps me.
0: If it were four, that would be nice, but it's five. So I'm sort of like, I don't know how to split a block into five. (laughs) You know, that's tough
1: yeah yeah and i never want to hear about an acre ever again or think about it
0: uh and then the last (laughs) comment we got a lot of calls about this but here we go
4: hi Lindsay bobby i was just listening to the podcast had to pause when you brought up that l king was engaged again and that reminded me of when i saw she was on say yes to the dress i think it was the new york one um she was going to be marrying or she did marry someone that she was dating for like I don't know like a month or something and I'm pretty sure they got divorced before her episode even aired which is just oh it, it's so tragic anyway just thought <laughs> like you know thanks
1: bye wow fool me once shame on you fool me twice I'm not doing say yes to the dress a second <laughs> time for my second <laughs> wedding you know they always say that right
0: that's a very classic line. Yeah. She married some guy named Andrew Ferguson. They knew each other three weeks. They got engaged. Wow. They were two young, crazy people. They got married yeah. and they got divorced like basically a year later. Yeah. But yeah, three weeks to the day after they met, they were married. Which for them, it didn't work.
1: If you're going to do that, which like, hey, you know what? Hats, veils off to you. Uh, You shouldn't do a say yes to the dress episode. I'm <laughs> just like that's my take you got a
0: clip though you got a clip i got a clip of the episode here we go
2: ask me the question Have oh! a question randy yes ma'am okay l are,
1: are you, you saying yes to, to the dress,
0: dress? Yeah! Yeah! Yeah!
1: never forget that uh l king was born tanner l schneider <laughs> you know it kind of
0: fuck you dad
1: yeah truly well, her mom is named London King, which is way more graceful. L. King and London King, love that. Yeah. Tanner L. Schneider, no, couldn't be her. Couldn't be her.
2: Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I just wanted to um, make something very clear. House Life of New York has had a non-white person on there. How can you not remember Jules, whose tagline was, a Jew and an Asian walked into a bar? Then they had me. She was on for one season. It was very dark. And it's still very dark. Anyway. Crunch, crunch. I mean, don't prolong blues. That was not an accent.
1: Bye. A Jew and an Asian walked into a bar. Then they had me. She didn't last long. She didn't last long. That call was more entertaining than her entire run on Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> she also was kind of a mess after as well, if I recall.
0: Now we're done. Let's move on to questions.
4: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I know you guys are reading a million calls about this, but who is Catherine Fitzgerald? Me and Grace, 100 <laughs> Hi, babies. Um,
2: this is a first time, long time. What in the fresh hell is going on with Dominic West?
4: Y'all, Dominic West, after literally gallivanting around Rome, making out with Willie James, just came out of his house with his wife, and they kissed and then handed them a sheet of paper saying our marriage is strong and we're still very much together thank you to quote allison p davis on twitter note that wishes and french i'm not canadian but hear me out um i would like to say what i'm thankful for because there is something i am very thankful for and it is because i am getting so much joy out of whatever Dominic West and Lily James and subsequently Dominic West and Dominic West's wife who unfortunately I don't remember her name. Um and whatever is going on with her has made me so made me feel so much better. It makes me it's a good old fashioned scandal that just makes me feel like everything's right in the world. A guy gets caught cheating on his wife, guy makes wife do some sort of apology of shame or whatever. Oh, it's so good. Um so I am thankful for that. I hope you're thankful for that. Looking forward to hearing you talk about it. Bye. Just wanted to say good for Lily James. <laughs> Dominic West and Lily James. Go. Crunch crunch.
0: This happened um as we were recording on Monday, I this guess. Happened. As we were recording. This happened. Very, I think, wisely, instead of, you know, re recording the episode we waited you have to wait you have to see what um what else is uncovered you have to see what the other people involved in the situation say and fortunately everyone involved here uh, apart from lily james is happy to talk they they're happy to talk
1: lily james the only person in this situation who cares about her career like who's not like sc- scrambling to like make a statement or something who's like get me out of here you know <laughs>
0: So what happened? Well, first, who are these people? Who are the cast of characters involved? We got Dominic West. We got Lily James. We got Catherine Fitzgerald.
1: One who after the other. I mean, Lily James of like, she's great in Mamma Mia 2, but couldn't couldn't catch me remembering her in any other role. You know, like Lily James. Cinderella. Who I always am like, who? I forget her. And everyone's like, she's great in Mamma Mia 2. And I'm like, I agree with you, but like... That's an ensemble piece, you know. She was recently spotted like flirting around London with um, Chris Evans. We last talked mm-hmm. about her, remember? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and Dominic West, known most by me for being the man having an affair in the affair, which will come into <laughs> play here as well, and mm-hmm. known to more people for being on the wire. I would say if if like yeah, I think that always like comes McNulty. up, people are like, "Not McNulty," and it's like, okay. <laughs> Yes, I get McNulty. it. You watch The Wire. I fucking get it. Okay,
0: I get it. You know? This is Lindsay right now.
4: Lily James and Lily Collins are um, different people. Wow. Crunch, crunch.
1: <laughs> Literally a different Lily. I mean, Lily James, for as much as we're like LMAO, she's like actually talented. And Lily Collins, I can say after watching all of Emily in Paris, is not <sighs> Talented, you know, like Lily. It is wow. rude to Lily James to be like, "Oh, Lily Collins," because I mean, there's no, eh, there's a wide gulf in between their talents, their abilities, and I would say, Lily James can do a lot more than Lily Collins can.
0: I'm sorry, well, clearly, from what I've seen, <laughs> clearly.
1: Maybe this is part of that. Maybe Lily James was like, "I got to step it up. This Emily in Paris. Everybody's talking about Emily in Paris. I got to go to Rome. I got to be Lily in Rome. You know, and make <laughs> do a smooch."
0: And then she's like, gotta go back to London. I'm Lily in London again. I'm Lily in London again. I'm Lily in London again. So what there's happened? Lily Collins. What happened? Sorry, there's Lily James. Stop. Then there's Dominic West, not to be confused with Dominic Cooper. These people have been Or very Diane names.
1: weist Don't confuse or, him with Diane weist
0: Who confused him with Diane weist
1: <laughs> Me, just now in my brain. Okay, Dominic West. Dominic West, not, not Diane, Diane Weast. And Lily James, not Lily Collins.
0: Lily James smooching Diane weist on a scooter in Rome? Are you kidding? <laughs> we would record we'd record an emergency episode then. Remember
1: when Diane Weast did a play was where a she was rock? like in a rock? <laughs>
0: That yeah was... <laughs> she was a rock it was the beckett play yeah
1: yeah she was in a rock okay D- dominic west and lily james spotted smooching in rome on a lunch date with their agent i don't know why he was there i don't know why they she, were smooching she oh is she oh okay
0: the agent's name is Angarad wood okay Angarad wood is the agent that
1: they share she they share in an agent that they share yeah
0: so she is in Rome because her boy toy, her toy boy, is Italian, and he's a hunk, and uh-huh. he's a movie star, uh-huh. and she just had a baby with him. Uh-huh. And so the story goes that Lily, Lily James, and <laughs> Dominic doing this West on were in were in Rome, Roma, yeah. visiting her to meet the baby.
1: They were shooting in London a mini series called <laughs> "The Pursuit of Love." which they apparently were also thinking about so they yes they took their pursuit of love to roma they had lunch with this agent and on this lunch they were photographed smooching and like grabbing each other in ways that
0: felt like we are not on a movie set felt intimate and dominic didn't have a wedding ring on
1: he didn't which like I, at first i was kind of like well he's like perform like he's acting but it's like no they literally were not on a break from performing they were in a different country visiting a friend
0: i thought this would be more interesting to break it down into a chronology of like how we got this news because it evolved really quickly and the daily mail and us weekly all these websites were having a field day keeping us abreast of the changes in this story and the news in this story So before we get into, like, the other, like, funny tangential things about this, let's just start at the beginning. Thursday afternoon, 10-8. Lily James is spotted in London buying flowers as, quote, her on-off romance with former Doctor Who star Matt Smith has again hit the buffers.
1: But How did he get back involved in this?
0: As recently as 10-8, Lily James, as far as anyone knew, she was only maybe connected to Matt Smith. We weren't even talking about Chris Evans anymore, you know?
1: Where did Chris Evans even go? I guess that was just like a
0: one-night hang. Who knows? That's not even spoken about here. Right. She's in London. She's buying flowers. Sunday afternoon, so a couple of days later, she's spotted alone. And there's some Lily James fan accounts. Can you believe that there are Lily James fan accounts? There are. Uh Uh-huh. And she's spotted in the same dress we'll see later, alone, like posing with a young fan, like a little girl. Uh-huh. And she's like texting alone. She's uh-huh. got a mask on. Uh-huh. She's alone. I guess she's waiting for her friends. Right. Later that afternoon, she spotted. Smoochin, smoochin, smoochin with dominic west wow only and on their scooter afternoon.
1: they even got close on a scooter which i don't even think mm-hmm. that you could do but they achieved yeah. it not a sit-down scooter mind you a no, stand-up, it's a stand-up scooter. Up scooter yeah he was like whispering sweet nothings in her ear as they were scoot scoot scooting along
0: so they did that on a sunday afternoon The photos weren't published until Monday morning.
1: Which is when we were taping. We were taping. You forgot us. We tape Who Weekly around 10 a.m. on Monday. The photos Mm -hmm. come out in the middle of our taping, which could be anywhere between 10 a.m. and noon.
0: Married the Affair star Dominic West, 50, ditches his wedding (laughs) ring as he passionately kisses and cuddles Downton Abbey star Lily James, 31, during very public romantic break in Rome.
1: I will never, ever ever get over that the guy in the affair who had the affair remember I watched this entire show had it is now accused of having an affair just Mm -hmm. just so it's just too much it's just too much it's just too much because even if I was like I don't think he's having an affair or that didn't seem crazy to me I am literally conditioned to see this man as a person who has an affair over and over and over again without pretty much remorse and now I have to deal with that.
0: He's the man who has affairs. Yeah. Why is anyone yeah. shocked? I'm
1: like, I've seen this before. This was season one of The Affair. Haven't you seen it? Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, we haven't seen it. No one really saw that, Lindsay. Moira
0: Tierney's smoking in her like study, being like, what's the big deal?
1: <laughs> I hope Moira Tierney calls up Catherine Fitzgerald and they have a talk. He, after what his character put her character through. Just saying. Who okay. wouldn't love
0: to have a talk with Moira Tierney? I know.
1: <laughs> That's true. She's always smoking when you talk. Oh, about her. Oh, she's
0: always smoking. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, who has a more like elegant smoker's voice it's than Tierney, You know, true. it's true. Okay, so that's the first we see, and we're like, wow, the affair guy's having an affair. Lindsay's like, I can't believe the affair I guy's can't having believe an the affair. affair. Tierney's like, tell me something I don't know. Right. Monday yes. afternoon. So a couple hours later, we uh-huh. get a new update, and it's that sources claim that the wife, the wife, your wife, Catherine Fitzgerald, is quote devastated. Yeah. And the headline is exclusive, quote, they were very much still together. Now the marriage is probably over. Colin Dominic West's wife is shocked, heartbroken and devastated as pictures emerge of him in a passionate embrace with Lily James.
1: And I would say that this feels fake in terms of the like she's so mad, but the source's quotes are weirdly like too much information. I don't know if you've read the source's quotes, but they're mm-hmm. like, they're almost written so casually that they don't feel fake.
0: This is convincing to me. A friend told Mail Online, Catherine has seen the pictures and she's devastated. Yeah. I came over to speak with her as soon as yes, I knew about what, them. So it's not even yes. like I'm assuming. It's yes. like I went to her house, according to this person. Yes. Catherine has been trying to speak with Dominic, but he's not answering the phone. She's totally shocked because she didn't know anything was going on. They were very much together. This is completely out of the blue. This language is used in the note. And as this language was published, the note didn't exist
1: yet. That's what I'm saying. She says they were very much together, which is the same thing that's in the note that comes in the future. So it feels very accurate that somebody, somebody, we don't know who, did say this to the Daily Mail. Some source did say this. This is a real person saying this.
0: Then we move on to Monday evening. I find out later that Lily and Dominic both flew back to London Monday night. So they fly back to London. Lily goes to her like primrose neighborhood apartment and Dominic probably has to drive or take the train to his family home in, what is this place fucking called? Like Wiltshire. Wiltshire. Chippenham, Wiltshire.
1: They own a castle. Again, we'll get to it, but they were... In their place in Wiltshire, Wil- Wiltshire.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you
1: forgot the part of the timeline where they, these two, uh, Lily James and Dominic, uh, West met when they were in a play together. Like originally, or you were you gonna get there?
0: They were both in Othello in 2011. Yeah. I wanted to get to that later because okay. I just thought it was so. In Othello, they played the husband and wife. Uh huh. In the thing that they're in now, they play father and daughter. They play father and daughter. They play father and daughter, and apparently he's like a monster, abusive character too, which is perfect for Dominic West. He just like exudes that sort of like nasty, like he has that look, you know.
1: Young Dominic West maybe could have pulled off Othello, but old Dominic West has to pull off some like abusive father type. Yes,
0: exactly. Tuesday afternoon we get a new perspective. And it sources from, like, the Dominic West camp, I'm assuming, because they're saying all this stuff about his agent, whom he shares with Lily James.
1: Which is like, why? What?
0: So it says a pal of Dominic West's said, quote, The fact that Angarad was there will have been very reassuring to Catherine, as the two women are good friends. Angarad would not have stood for anything going on, and he would certainly not be so stupid as to do anything in front of her. Dom has a bit of a history with women from some time ago, Mm. but he's much too clear ever to get caught out this way the fact is he's a very cuddly kind of person really a big teddy bear
1: that's the kind of like sus thing about it because you would think it's like if the guy from the affair is having the affair he would know better than to like smooch his younger co-star in a Mm -hmm. city like in Roma like on the street like they're basically like you know they're they're really it's really out there like they're sitting on a table in the street essentially
0: and then they go even further and say the reason they're being so intimate with each other by which I mean Dominic and Lily is because shooting under COVID lockdown they don't get to see anyone else other than their co-stars so it's like they're even more intimately acquainted than they normally would be oh
1: come on give me a flipping break right But also the other reason if you're saying that dominic west has had, has had issues in the past with this he wouldn't push these these buttons wouldn't mm-hmm. be pushed further exactly yeah
0: exactly then the best thing happens so in wiltshire in wiltshire we get the best part of the story which is the story that happens tuesday morning we wake up our episodes up and then we see this happen dominic and Catherine fitzgerald have posed outside their castle kissing hugging touching, smiling, and then Catherine takes a sheet of paper and she walks on her front walk and puts in front of the path the sheet of paper and on it it's a blank white sheet of paper and she has written out, our marriage is strong and we're very much still together. Thank you, Catherine and Dominic signed by each of them. his
1: signature looks strained but that's just my take on it all the d is lowercase, it's but backwards. big and backwards i'm like what it's a
0: lowercase d is a little strange
1: it's a little strange anyways this is the best part meaning the kind of worst part but also the best part because it's like in true like vintage Paparazzi vintage. It's so vintage. scandal. It feels very like Heidi and Spencer, you know, out on the smoochin, you know, Heidi crying on the beach. It's very Demi Lovato's recently, this is triggering, but recently ex boyfriend Max Eric going to the beach where they got engaged and like being photographed. They are crying. It's very call the paparazzi. We're having a press conference or mm-hmm. something. And so this is just a very strange way to be like, nothing happened or like we're still together i mean i guess they don't even really comment on like what happened they're just like we're together we are married we're still yes, together
0: we are married our relationship is strong you're right it's vintage we don't see this sort of thing as much these days no we don't but also all. they're a little older and don't forget she's sort of an aristocrat so it's like both of them are very much like have old school mentalities and we'll like there several types of the way several types her? of the word I guess we can go into who she is. So she is this woman. So everyone's like, who is this woman? Who is this wife? Who is this woman? She's well fascinating. She's a landscape architect. I'm just kidding. There's more to her than that.
1: Well, they met in college, then At Trinity
0: College in Ireland.
1: In typical Dominic West, the affair, starring Dominic West, you know, as the guy who has the affair in the affair, he goes off has a kid with some other girl, has another relationship, has a kid. And then according to this video I watched in which they give a tour of their castle that belongs to her family going back Mm -hmm. generations, that is on Architectural Digest and you can rent it for Mm -hmm. weddings. Uh, He finds his way, quote unquote, back to the castle. And he says, I'm going to live here someday. And guess what? She lives there. And so they get together again. They have four kids. They live in this castle called Glynn Castle, which I guess they split their time between this place and the place in which they did the press, Mm -hmm. the little photo shoot. That's in England. This is in Ireland. Glynn Castle is the Irish ancestral home of his wife, Catherine Fitzgerald's family. and it's been in the Fitzgerald family for over 700 years crazy things have happened here if you look it up it's like so many different like battles and like attacks and like whatever and there's one bit about how Mick Jagger got dumped by Marion Faithful here who ran off with Lord Rossmore in the 1970s -hmm. which they bring up it's like they go on this, I watched the entire thing because now I'm fascinated. They they go on this, take you on this tour of this castle and it's just a fully wild experience. Uh, and you can tell he's kind of just like along for the ride in terms of this world, you know, like maybe he's the more, fa- maybe he's a famous actor, but within this castle, she's, she's the boss.
3: Hello, welcome. Come away from the North Atlantic gale into Glynn Castle. Welcome. This is Catherine, my wife, whose ancestral home this is. Come on in.
4: So in the Siege of Glynn of the old castle in 1601, the castle was bombarded and the family had to escape and do as best they can over the next few years and finally settled here not far from the old castle and it was here they lived until they added on the 18th century neoclassical mansion. When we were renovating, you can see here that we left it, we found that it's actually built of turf cut from the bog behind Glyn with a bit of cement between and that was it.
3: Amazing, it stays up.
1: She, this is her second marriage, and before him, she was married to some like royal guy or royal adjacent Mm -hmm. adjacent guy, right?
0: so like they each married someone else and they got back together she didn't have kids with this other guy but she was married to this person edward Lambton, the seventh earl of durham and i was like i need to know more about this guy he's like royalty and he doesn't have to do anything and there's this like aristocracy that he's a part of and so i was like i want to know more about him like why did they get divorced i wonder if something happened so i start looking up this guy turns out he's just an asshole. he's probably unreliable he sounds like the type of person who Would be unfaithful because everyone calls him like a wild child. He's a womanizer, blah, 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 blah. He allegedly has like Ned. So I'm like, okay, I want to know more about this. What happened to their marriage? I find this story in the Telegraph, okay, from 2013. Lambden inheritance. Selfish Ned is damaging our family. So this is long after they've gotten divorced. Catherine is with Dominic at this point, and he's making headlines for this, like, truly, like, European story about, like, inheritances and, like, earls and dukes and millions of pounds. And it says, Lord Lambden, his father died in 2006 at 84. He left 12 million pound, his 12 million pound estate to Ned only but Ned had three sisters and so this story is about the sisters who are like we're strapped for cash we want money and our asshole brother's like running around the world like womanizing being a wild child and he won't give us any of our money this sucks but like how did it end because this is sort of like a human interest story it's like oh these poor old women they just want money that they think belongs to them and they didn't get it for like misogynistic law reasons because it was like the money only goes to the male heir Mm -hmm. Cut to a year later, they do get some money. How do they get the money? Ned sells one of his most prized possessions, a painting done by Sigmund Freud's grandson of his naked mother because Sigmund Freud's grandson had an affair with Ned's mother, and it says Lord Lambton's children have never spoken about the picture of their mother, which reveals her role as a secret mistress of the artist, whose own private life was even more anarchic. Freud acknowledged 14 children and had as many as 20 more unacknowledged. Lord Durham is startlingly candid. He says, "Mum was very discreet and would never talk about any of her boyfriends. So we've gotten Sigmund Freud into this. The whole story is just so European, I can't deal with it
1: i know and fun fact which i didn't realize until just now the woman that dominic west married and had a kid with while these two were broken up and before they got mm-hmm. back together her parents were in the parliament and she also came from like british somewhat royalty like there were counts there were counts in her family so th- both of them have the kind of similar weird like her last name is Aster, if that it makes <laughs> a, you know what i mean if we're talking yeah yeah yeah
0: but Catherine is currently, even though, yes, she's, like, born into these, like, royal adjacent families, she's a landscape designer. So, in the whole video in the architectural digest she's, like, and here. Look at these topiaries. Look at all this God, stuff. And wow. she does, like, she does landscapes for, like, these sorts of estates, like, opulent old houses. She did, like, the queen's country house, all this stuff. Wow, yeah. So, that all happened. Tuesday morning, right? Tuesday morning, they're like, our marriage is so strong. We're very much still together. Thank you, Catherine and Donnie. Everyone's laughing at these photos. They're comparing them to amazing Amy and Nick from Gone Girl because they look so 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 staged. when she comes home and she's covered in blood. Okay. Tuesday afternoon. Her friends come out of the woodwork, and they say this is all bullshit, and they say Catherine Fitzgerald won't take any crap over those photos, husband Dominic West with Lily James, despite public show of unity. So they're in here saying, she's privately fuming. There are some difficult conversations to be had, but those will take place behind closed doors. For now, she was happy to display a show of unity and will always put her family first. I saw those pictures today. I don't know what's going on. Catherine is very direct. There's no nonsense with her. She's always been kind and sweet, but she doesn't take crap. God, this source is
1: like already back with like the realist. I saw those photos today. Like, who is this source?
0: This source is totally friends with her. I believe every word of this source's like statement.
1: Like which like a local rich like biddy who like lives near the castle <laughs> is like out here blabbing to the Daily Mail, you know.
0: Tuesday afternoon, us is like we need to find out if Dominic West has ever said anything about his marriage and they turns out he did.
1: How many times this guy been asked about affairs, having affairs, doing affairs, right. acting as if you've done an affair. What affairs are like? About infidelity, about monogamy, about everything. This guy has been asked every single question in the book. In in the three season promotion or whatever of this show. So of course he has Mm -hmm. something to say. He says, like, my wife doesn't watch the show. I don't let my wife watch
0: the show. <laughs> well, he says my wife doesn't watch the show. But the headline's the funniest part to okay. me. Dominic West's most peculiar quotes about marriage and affairs. Oh, my God.
1: Because, um, again, he's said so much about it. Yeah.
0: Every time you interview Dominic West while the affair is on, it's like, what do you think about marriage and affairs? And he's know. like, well, yeah. he says he has a really good marriage. He says, I think really what marriage is, two people helping each other to live the best lives they can. And that's what happened with me and my missus. That's why it works. She doesn't get jealous either. Well, not according to the old biddy down the street. God. Anyway, she says sex is the secret to a happy marriage. Not that I have much time for it now with five kids. He doesn't have to seduce women anymore. Oh Don't Whatever. have
1: an affair, kids, because you'll end up killing people and going to jail like Jen- Brendan Fraser. That's a reference to the show itself, not a reference to real life.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> Tuesday night, Catherine Fitzgerald's website crashes because everyone's going to her landscape design website to see what is up with this woman. Daily Mail finds out the website crashes and thinks it's hilarious.
1: Which, like, I don't understand.
0: <laughs> well, the thing they think is funny, they have to they have to make a mountain out of the molehill. That's their whole business strategy. That's true. But the 404 error on Catherine Fitzgerald Landscape Design's website literally says, this is somewhat embarrassing, isn't it? So whenever you were going to catherinefitzgerald.co.uk, it was just saying, this is somewhat embarrassing, isn't it? And that is a little funny. But the way that the Daily Mail characterized it was, with this, quote, the humiliated wife of Dominic West suffered further oh, embarrassment on Tuesday God, her after, a link her, <laughs> yeah, after a link to her website led users to a blank Assholes. page and a rather pointed marriage shortly after their public display of unity, which is just a 404 error.
1: An update. I just went to her website and it's up. It's back up. It's you up. You can go there and read all about her various I was projects, there yesterday. But you, I got to say, if you watch that Architectural Digest video, which I'm sure you'll put throughout this, you'll put little bits throughout this whole thing. Um, uh, it, it says everything it needs to say. She it really, says everything needs. She did a, a beautiful job with Glenn Castle and other castles mm-hmm. around the zone. I mean, she really, mm-hmm. it's a walking advertisement. She's very talented. For her work. She's very yeah, talented. it's crazy. It's crazy how beautiful it is. So beautiful.
0: The most recent thing is Wednesday afternoon, Daily Mail was like, well, we got all these damning quotes from Dominic West on Marriage. Has Lily James ever said anything? And it turns out she was interviewed by Harper's Bazaar.
1: I am glad the fact that they did this like press... Thing, this like the photos and the note pushes the energy away from Lily James because I feel like it would have yeah. been if it hadn't have been for that it would have been all about Lily James like it, it was just like it would have been super sexist and all about like Lily James you know what I mean because notice how now they're coming back to her
0: The fact that this guy was in a show called The Affair does a lot of the heavy lifting here. And is the reason so much of it's on him, you know? Not
1: to be like, watch The Affair, because you certainly should not watch The Affair. But like, if you watch The Affair like I did, this is just like crazy. (laughs) This is just like (laughs) Like a real smack in the face for Affair fans. (laughs) Like I did. We're so traumatized by this guy having affairs over and over again and being such a dick about it and being an idiot about Mm -hmm. it that like, it just feels too real. It feels too real for us, you know?
0: I just love that the quote that they use to like sort of condemn Lily James is that she says, I feel like I've rebelled in that way. I was always a rebellious teenager and I think it's important to rebel in that way. And then later on she says, I think I make mistakes all the time and to feel what life's about and I would never want to run away from a situation or be too scared to act. So it's like, these are very sort of innocuous comments. Like they don't really mean anything, but they get a pretty good headline, which is that quote, I make mistakes all the time and that's what life is about. Lily James ill-timed comments about her rebellious life and women quote, having a Affairs emerge in wake of canoodling with married Dominic West.
1: That's not ill time. That's just like a normal quote. She didn't say, like, if I were to have an affair, that would be embarrassing. Like, that's not what she said. Like, that's not.
0: Isn't she promoting, like, Rebecca right now?
1: Yeah, which is coming out literally today.
0: Oh, it's out today. It's (laughs) out
1: today. I mean, honestly, if you told me that somebody from Netflix was like, I'll give you guys a million dollars each if you smooch in Roma. I would be like, all right, I would believe it.
0: I cannot deal with Rebecca. This version of Rebecca, who needs this version of Rebecca? Me, I need it. To be fair, this is a stretch. I will will admit that up front. But how funny is it that Lily James is starring in a movie where like everyone's obsessed with someone else? (laughs) Like (laughs) Lily James is right here and they're like, Kevy do you remember Rebecca? I mean,
1: <laughs> she, she's, and she's- Including Lily James. And she's not even Rebecca. That's the iconic part. I know.
0: <laughs> so it's like, Lily James is poor Mrs. DeWinter, who's like- why is everyone talking about the first wife played by Lily Collins? It's like god. I was just gonna say,
1: I was just gonna say, it's like <laughs> Lily James when Pe- Emily in Paris went out. She's like, wait, I'm sorry, excuse me. Come on, get out of here. I didn't like do an amazing job in Mamma Mia 2 for this woman to come do a shitty job in this new TV show on Netflix and get more attention than I've gotten my whole god. career.
0: The Netflix version of Rebecca. It's like no one will stop talking about Emily in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: Last night I dreamt I went to. Paris, Paris again I am I right god damn fuck sorry the real Rebecca fans will know uh. last night I dreamt I went to Manderley again okay sorry I'm not talking about M- M- Rebecca anymore Emily anymore <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, i'm not talking about emily anymore yeah it should be called emily that'd be so funny it's called emily it's
1: called emily starring army hammer and lily james
0: <laughs> i dreamt i went to emily's instagram feed again <laughs> oh my god uh Rebecca. So that's what's happening. I mean, we spent so much time on this, and I feel like is it inter- it's interesting. Oh God, like, it's, look at all this we're crap. Only at
1: the first we've spent so much time. It's Fifty on minutes.
0: This. Let's just speed through some other calls because that's what's happening. That's I'm what's happening. Sorry, I, I
1: knew we I
0: think they're done. You know what I think? I think they're yeah, done. Yeah, I think so too. No more talk about there's no more talk about this until the movie or the miniseries comes out.
1: But they do have to finish taping it though, right?
0: They're they're back in, in London. They're gonna keep yeah. filming it. All right. And then Lily James, like, no one really cares about her side of the story. Uh-huh. And now that they've done, like, in a way, the photo shoot is embarrassing. But the photo shoot was so nuts and unexpected that, like, I think it shut people up. I think they were like, we got what we wanted. <laughs> Thank you. I, this I is mean, so weird. I know. We got our coverage.
1: It's so weird.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah like it's it seems like this antiquated thing to do but ultimately i think it was the right move they got to control the story even though people are like i think they're lying
1: uh-huh i don't know but okay
0: whatever it is we're not gonna get the truth and their kids are so young i think a lot <sighs> of this probably no, has sad. to do with the kids all right let's um, anyway, move we're
1: on to another on. call
0: Last night, I dreamt I went to Paris again.
1: Hi! Hello!
4: Bonjour, I'm Emily Cooper from the Gilbert Group in Chicago. You are?
2: I'm sorry I don't understand.
4: I'm going to be working in this office.
0: Je vais travailler dans ce bureau. Oh, I want to learn Francais, so when I go to Francais I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You gotta Quebec. But really I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone.
1: That's amazing.
0: They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak, you listen, you think in the language with Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally, first words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your (laughs) pronunciacion, like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful. Okay. (laughs) That was good. That was good. Thank you.
1: It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic Mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today.
0: I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. go to helixsleep.com slash who that's helixsleep.com slash who this is their best offer yet and it won't last long with helix better sleep starts now
4: hi Lindsay bommy long time long time um i just want to know who is this guy who's like drinking juice and riding around on a skateboard Everyone's talking about it. I'm seeing him on Instagram a lot, uh, but I mean, who, who is he? Crunch,
0: crunch. Again, we're talking about TikTok more these days because it's summer 2020, fall 2020, and TikTok people make the headlines. This guy, um. <laughs> 420 dog dog face face 208 208. (laughs) (laughs) his name is nathan apodaca and he is this idaho guy he works at a potato plant and what happened was this he was on his way to work at this potato plant where he's worked for 20 years he always takes his car to work the car just finally like gave out He can't drive this car anymore so he's like fine i'm gonna take my skateboard to work and as he's skateboarding to work He's like flipping through TikTok because he TikToks. You can go through his feed. He has a lot of TikToks. He does some TikToks with his daughters. He does like dances. He likes music. He likes skateboarding tricks. He's 37 years old. He's like a cool dad, right? As he's listening to Dreams, he decides that he's going to drink his Ocean Spray Cranberry juice, which is his favorite drink. And everyone apparently knows that Ocean Spray Cranberry is his, like, thing. And he always carries I mean, around kind a bottle. Of a it's, like, random, his trademark.
1: Right. Like, it's got, like, to me, this feels so authentic. Because why else would you be, like, skateboarding, like, drinking out of, like, a big jug of like ocean spray cranberry unless you had like literally a uti like i just it's a very <laughs> or you were having like a cram a cran vodka you know it's like a very
0: he loves it's it. it's very
1: specific and he so he's just skateboarding drinking and he puts the soundtrack dreams by fleetwood mac across that mm-hmm. kind of like beautiful zen
0: moment right and he's like lip-syncing to it it's funny the the clip goes viral. So many people start mimicking him and like reposting it, whatever. That the song charts again. That the to teams me have never heard yeah, dreams before, that's to and me. they're like, I gotta listen to
1: it. It charts because TikTok does now. I think like count TikTok counts. It does count on some level, just like YouTube streaming. Counts. And so if something gets big enough on TikTok and it gets pushed over into YouTube and it get pushed pushed over into actual streaming it can really mm-hmm. really really chart very quickly and so um, so dreams which was already probably like doing fine cuz people just listen to dreams all the time in general got that bump <laughs> got that TikTok bump mm-hmm. and so that made the Fleetwood Mac people lo- realize that they had to learn about this guy and his cranberry juice and then they Mick Fleetwood posts a TikTok then Stevie Nicks posts a TikTok and then it even mm-hmm. like fuels this more that Ocean Spray who like has gotten all this free promotion from this sends dogface 208 420 dog two hundred eight a brand new truck full of cran <laughs> full of ocean spray
0: and now if you if you you're probably seen this on your like social feeds but like people who are at grocery stores they're like i want to re i want to imitate this video they go to the juice aisle and all the ocean sprays sold out because people keep buying ocean spray is that like, really true yes that's true i've seen many tweets showing like mostly empty ocean spray sections their sales are up that is insane fleetwood mac had its biggest streaming week ever and then they got this npr story so if you want us to do a better job of explaining what happens to this tiktok i was like who could be better at explaining what happens visually over the air than someone at npr NPR, listen to this listen to this i can't
1: even imagine how
4: they describe this
2: You see him, the 37-year-old father of two, is wearing a gray hoodie. Juice bottle in hand, he gives a what's-up nod to the screen and looks behind him for traffic, revealing a feather tattoo on his head, honoring his Native American mother, all the while grooving to Fleetwood Mac's 1977 hit,
1: Dreams. I love it. It's like NPR, 700 years of describing things that are visual. Like, they really are like our forefathers. (laughs) of like (laughs) describing things that are only visual.
0: But I don't know. It's that. That's it. That's who he is. People made a GoFundMe for him because it was like, oh, this guy, he's like an essential worker. He's like working. He's literally working at a potato factory. Like he's providing food for the country. Yeah. They gave to his GoFundMe. And he's like, I have enough to put a down payment on a house because he has awesome. like teen daughters. Cool. It's cool. So that's Nathan Apadaka. That is 420 Dogface 208.
1: This is one of those stories that is so heartwarming that I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that's just my own like insanity but like it's like one of those things where it's so cute so buttoned up so whatever that you're like uh, what's gonna happen blah, blah, blah. but like maybe it is just like cool chill whatever but also i'm a little bit like Ugh. yeah
0: let's let's just hope that it doesn't happen here it's a sweet um, story but that's him that's cute and dreams rules hey
1: who weekly wee, medium
2: time long time whatever time anyway quick question what's going with jenny Mai?
4: like i've seen headlines about her in the last couple of days about her new marriage to Jeezy and I just feel like she's being very tryhardy hardy right now so I know she's a who can you like talk about that what do you think what's going on all right bye guys
1: Jeannie's one of our favorite who's because she talks all the time she talks every morning and then now she's on Dancing with the Stars she talks every night you know
0: <laughs> she can't shut up
1: shut up well, this is one of those moments and one of the first Garcelle Beauvais, who joined the cast of The Real recently we talked about it. One of her big moments, her first big moments too because basically Jeannie married uh, Jeezy. They they got they fell in love pretty quickly. They got engaged, they got married, very sweet. Um and I guess they're not ma- are they're not married yet. They're engaged. They got engaged. engaged. We talked about them getting engaged. They got engaged, engaged over the summer, yet. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Jeannie's like, you know, just shooting the shit with her friends on the reel. And she says something about, I don't even know the topic, but you can play the clip. It's like, I going into marriage want to submit to my man. Let me explain. So
4: the actual definition of submit is to accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. So I'm going to say right here that I Jeannie Mai going into my marriage I want to submit to my man. And then
1: Carcel's like, uh, what? And then she's like, it seems negative. <laughs> she's
0: like, I own businesses. I work. I'm yeah. like in control of everything in my life. And when it comes to my marriage, I like being a little less in control. Right. And I like being submissive right. towards my husband. Like when she explains it, you're like, okay, I get the dynamic. It's sort of not interesting.
1: Right. That's the thing. It's not interesting, but it gets picked up like at every single outlet and it's like Jeannie Mai says like I will submit to my husband and it's like No, she kind of said that, but she also explained a complicated and very personal preference for a dynamic she wants to have in her relationship. Like it it is actually like a mischaracterization of what she said, of course.
0: It's the risk of being on a show like this because you're told to get very, very private. And then the moment you get very, very private, everyone's like,
1: what? I know. And you talk every
0: day. You talk so (laughs) much. That's your job to talk about your personal life. And so she's talking about her personal life and everyone's like, can you believe it? And you sort of, at, on a surface level, it's like, oh, she had to go on Tamron Hall and explain herself. Okay, she goes on Tamron Hall, and Tamron Hall's like, "What's up with this whole thing?"
3: You said on the show yesterday, "quote I want to
1: submit to my man." People were <laughs> chiming in all over my timeline <laughs> on
3: social media. What did you mean by that? Well, for me, submit does not mean that you are lower or less important
4: to your man. Of course. Jay and I respect each other very equally. But what I mean is in my work life, in my actual life, I own my businesses, I run my teams, I make all the decisions, and I lead entirely in the outside of my life. So in my home, I want my man to lead. I want him to take in what I would like and what my wishes are, what my dreams are, and then incorporate it to making the
3: overall decision that's best for our vision together.
0: It sort of seems exhausting to be Jeannie Mai, but Jeannie Mai is probably, like, getting her best reviews at, like, her annual review me. at The Real. They're like, hey, Jeannie, sit down. She's filling in her thing. It's, like, exceeded expectations. Literally,
1: <laughs> she gets to further promote herself that night or whatever. She's on Dancing with the Stars and E.T.'s, like, Jeannie, what did you mean by, like, submitting to your husband? And then she gets to clarify it. And then at the end, she says, speaking of submissions, submit them votes Monday night. Te- hashtag <laughs> team dream of genie This is on her Instagram. So it's, like, she just continues to, like, she's a genie. So she spins this, like, weird – this quote that was, like, perfectly fine into, like, explanation, into, like, promote my Dancing with the Stars. Like, please vote for me on Dancing with the Stars. It's like, you, mm-hmm. you earned my vote, Jeannie. All that work. I don't vote in Dancing with the Stars. I vote yeah. normally, but I don't vote for Dancing with the Stars.
0: <laughs> But the reason you are seeing it everywhere, caller, is because she hosts the reel, she's on Dancing with the Stars, and she never shuts up. Yeah. That's, like, a perfect storm <laughs> yeah. for seeing yeah. news about a person yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere.
1: Yeah.
2: Hi, Lindsay and Robbie. Long time, long time. Um, I just wanted to call and ask, Um, did you all know that Red Table Talk is now a franchise? I'm... Um, on facebook and i'm seeing red table talk colon, the estefans is premiering on facebook watch um so i guess you know the success of jada and willow and adrian has spawned a franchise and now Gloria estefan and her family are taking over so not taking over but they're, they're doing a separate one um i want to know all about this i want to know who it says it's gloria lily and emily estefan um but it's like on facebook so it's tagged as emily estefan music which is cool maybe that's her full name like parla leila music i don't know um i want to know who they are um and if you're watching is it good is it the same energy do they also have a red table and i'm very curious as to how this came about um but you know love latinx representation so very excited about it um All right, good for Bella Thorne. Um, Crunch, crunch. Thank you all so much. Um, And stay inside, wear a mask.
0: Love you. Like any true business person, Jada Pinkett Smith saw the success of Red Table Talk and was like, how can I expand my empire? And what did she do? She called the Estefans. She called Gloria Estefan and said, do you and your family members, the other women, the strong, powerful women in your family, want to do a spinoff of Red Table Talk from Miami? And Gloria said, absolutely.
1: Well, there are two things you need to do a red table talk a red table number 1 red table oh actually three things two facebook account for some reason because it's on facebook <laughs> and three three ish generation of women you know three ish three ish generation of women the ideal is grandmother mother daughter obviously mm-hmm. in the original mm-hmm. red table talk but the the Gloria Stefan version of red table talk which is it still called Red Table Talk or are they gonna call it like It's
0: called Red Table Talk, Colin, the Estefans.
1: Oh, I love that. Okay.
0: Yeah. So originally you had Jada, her mom, Adrienne, her daughter, Willow. So yes. truly three generations. Yes. In this one you have Gloria, the lead. Gloria takes the Jada role. She's the oldest one here. Then you have her niece. So she says three generations and then introduces I'm probably gonna play the I'm probably gonna play the clip, but she's like Lily's Estefan. Emily is Estefresh. And Gloria, <laughs> me, is Estefierce. So it's like, who wrote that for them? Oh my me, god. Me, I wrote so, that.
1: Then they were like, you're fired, and then used it. <laughs> this is
3: my niece Lily. She is Estefun. This is my daughter Emily. And she is Estefresh. And I am Estefierce. Fierce. I'm Gloria Stefan. I'm a performer. I've been married 42 years, I'm the mother of two, I have one grandson, five dogs, and I am a survivor.
0: Thank you, I love you! Gloria is the them here, just like Jada is the them in Red Table Talk. We weren't as broadly familiar with Adrian and Willow as we were with Jada. Yes. In this one, Gloria is the them, Emily and Lily are the who's, but interesting who's. Emily is her daughter, who is like a musician, a singer, she's pretty young, she's like 26, 27, and she's gay which is so much fun. She's like openly Right. Gay. I mean
1: like Willow is Willow is like by that's a fun vibe to bring to the table.
0: But then you have Lily who is This is why I have I sort of take issue with calling it three generations because it's more like 2.5 generations. Lily is Gloria's niece and Lily is only like 9 years younger than Gloria. But there is like You've got, a, you've got a bit of a range there. Yeah. Lily is famous in her own right because she's like a TV host. She's been on television. Like she started on television in the early 90s on like Sabado Gigante and then like was a model and then becomes her own TV host and then marries this guy and has like a family and is pretty famous like in like Spanish-speaking television, mm-hmm, Univision mm-hmm. and stuff like that. She's very famous in the first episode. This is actually very brilliant of them. If you're going to have a hook for the first episode of... Red Table Talk via Stefan's. You gotta start with something that's gonna interest me, and I don't care if I don't know who the person is, because I knew very little about Emily stuff and next to nothing about Lily before st- watching this first episode yeah, of the show. Yeah. I have watched the first two, but they and led. So what with, did they start with? They
1: led with the gay stuff, divorce drama. Oh, I no, thought no, they led with divorce oh, stuff because they also gay have stuff an episode, was episode two. Oh, okay, because I was like, they do have an episode about gay stuff, which is like the du- the about her coming out,
0: like just a couple of years ago after Hurricane. The episode is enthralling. Um, she, it's about her divorce drama that she's never talked about publicly, so it's like they're using this opportunity. Opportunity to like mm-hmm. finally hear from the mm-hmm. horse's mm-hmm. mouth, mm-hmm. Lily. Mm-hmm. All about what happens whenever you find out that your husband is cheating, and they tried to sell the photos to her employer, and they were like, "We can't do That's this. Crazy. Like, this is fucked up." That's crazy. Yeah.
1: Do you think that, cause they have always, you know, they love to bring Will. They love to bring Will to the table. Do you think Emilio will come to the table? Definitely, He right?
0: showed up in episode one. Oh, he's
1: like already at the table waiting. He's like, what are you guys doing? Emilio
0: shows up, <laughs> Emilio shows up in my ideal outfit wearing head to toe fucking white and his sunglasses. And he's like, hey everyone, I can provide context as well. And it's like, Emilio, yay. <laughs> so it's Emilio.
3: like- Emilio. <laughs> A few days before we all headed to the bunker, he received an alarming phone call and was the first in the family to hear the shocking news. Photos of Lily's husband with another woman were being shopped around by the paparazzi. Hey. What a handsome hey. man! Hey. All my favorite girls in the whole world. All my
0: favorite Favorite girls. No, but you asked that question and it's like, are they going to bring in the other family members? It's like, you bet your ass they're going to bring in the other family members. They even go further. They're talking to Emily. And the second episode is about, oh my God. The second episode is fucking wild. It's about Emily coming out. So it's about like her whole coming out story to Gloria. And Gloria's like, obviously, how can like Gloria Estefan not be a gay icon? She supports the gays. She loves the gays. However... When Emily was like, Mom, I'm gay, Gloria was like, don't tell Grandma. (laughs) I know.
1: And then Grandma died. And then they're like, Red Table Talk time. Like, they're not telling Grandma about, yeah. (laughs) They're
0: not. The reason they can't tell Grandma is because Gloria's like, she has an emotional condition. She has ulcerative colitis. Literally, if you tell Grandma, Grandma will die. And so there's this whole drama about Emily not being able to tell Grandma because Grandma's going to die.
3: What I told you was when you're going to tell your grandma why don't you first introduce her to your girlfriend or your friend have her get to know her a little because abuela has ulcerative colitis an emotional disease she almost died in 2007 I know. every time she would get upset it was like uh oh but you're saying oh because of this now Mama, you got to put protect this up- my mom too and i get it i told totally you because get i knew it. that but she again, might what get about ill me? we needed to protect abuela But I needed you guys. I know, Mama, but I really thought that you were much stronger, that all your life, you've done what you wanted every step of the way. In my mind and heart, I thought you were the biggest badass, strong... Joke's on you. Okay, Mama, but listen, this is what I thought.
0: And then they're like, and joining us via Skype is our dear friend, Grandma. You guessed it, Rosie O'Donnell. No. <laughs> wait, no. Rosie O'Donnell, no. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell gets on the horn and she's like, hey, Gloria, you're my best friend. I remember Emily. That's, like, I, oh, I remember this wait, whole drama. I actually
1: do remember them being really close, Gloria and they're Rosie. They're close friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: they call in Rosia, their yeah. like other lesbian friend, and they're like, hey, lesbian, tell us your coming out story, but also everything you know about Emily and her abuela. You know what I understand too about abuela because um, I knew and saw and everyone could see the relationship Emily and she had you know, she was the queen of the parties
2: at your house. She was so loving, and you were m. You were always sitting on her, on her
0: lap, or next to her, or cuddled all up. <laughs> it was really um, a very beautiful relationship to witness. And I see why it pains you that you didn't get to tell her. No one involved in this situation has any sense of how bizarre this is to have Ro- Rosie O'Donnell Skyping in and being like, oh, yeah, I'll speak to Emily's coming out story. Incredible. So the show is actually very good. You have all the pieces. You have three strong women. First of all, Lily's a TV host. So Lily's good at this. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Lily's great. Mm-hmm. Lily brings on her daughter, who is less good at this, who obviously has not just comes in for a little a little color, a little stuff mm-hmm. emily is like a performer you find out she went to she went to berkeley just like all the young like musicians doubly berkeley she is like a performer a talker she's good at this she's so willow mm-hmm. you can tell that gloria thinks that she's the smartest person alive it's just like they have the exact energy you need but okay back to rosie o'donnell how do you think the news aggregated this story sure you have emily's coming out story but did you see my favorite way that the news aggregated story? no i the story? didn't It was with this headline on Entertainment Tonight. Let me just copy and paste it to you. It's an exclusive from Entertainment Tonight, which I don't understand how it can be an exclusive since it's just from a clip on Red Table Talk, Cole and the Estefans. Read this aloud, please.
1: Rosie O'Donnell recalls coming out as gay after (laughs) 9-11 exclusive.
0: (laughs) She's like, well, when I came out as gay, no one cared. It was 9-11. So Rosie O'Donnell pulls this sort of like Pseudo glitter moment. Wait, so
1: Rosie O'Donnell? I'm sorry, I was gonna say Rosie O'Donnell's coming out was like glitter. No one cared. Yeah, it was
0: like glitter. No one cared.
1: <laughs> it's kind of no true one that cared. we knew. Like, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I mean, did I know? I don't know. I'm trying to remember if I was like, duh, but what? <sighs> Wow, I just
0: She says, when I came out on TV after 9-11 It was a blip, nobody even dot, dot, dot. But I, like you Emily, was surprised that people thought I was gay I went into a comedy club And st- and I was doing stand-up and I'm like, I'm gay Listen, 9-11 happened, I'm gay, I'm telling you all I'm gay, in case the buildings blow Stop. up again I'm so, so, so gay Stop. Stop Wild. Anyway, now we have a new show To add to our list
1: uh, I know, I just was thinking about how important Gloria Stefan's greatest hits was to me When I was like 10 years old I remember having—I don't remember what album it was because it was a mix of her songs. It was mostly Miami Sound Machine songs, I have to say. Like,
0: mm-hmm. were you a like? Were you a like? Get on your feet or? Were I was you like, like, a, like, a turn the beat
1: around. Love, <laughs> that song, like, I love that. I just like loved her so much. Like, <laughs> I just
0: really love her. I mean, one of the most iconic lines from the birdcage is "Come on, Gloria." Whenever. Hank Azaria (laughs) takes the CD player playing Gloria's stuff on into the other room. (laughs) Come on, Gloria.
1: The other thing is, Gloria has a lot of tale to tell because she was in that terrible accident. Bus accident. Yeah. So, like, I feel like that is and honestly very sad but an episode what? I want to watch that's why she only had one kid she said or whatever well after
0: the bus accident she said the people said that she wouldn't ever have kids after the bus accident and guess what she had Emily
1: oh after the bus yeah so
0: she always called Emily her miracle baby mm. because Emily came after the horrible bus accident we're like again this is this is our true elder millennial energy why do we know so much about Gloria Estefan I'm not sure I can speak for you but I'm pretty sure I can speak for you <laughs> behind the music No, I know 100%. all about no, the Gloria Estefan behind the music the,
1: and also I have pretty much sure of the reason why Rosie and Gloria Estefan are friends is because they both live on that fucking star island off the coast of like Miami they both live Mm -hmm, on that fucking mm -hmm. island it's Rosie Gloria uh, Diddy Don Johnson Shaquille O'Neal like it's like it's weird it's it's like one of it's where celebrities live on this weird island
0: yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was nice when Emilio came out. It's like, oh, they're really pulling out all the stuff. Oh
1: yeah. Well, if you got to, you got to live up to the legacy of the first Red Table Talk. You can't just like, you can't just not have like everyone you've ever known in your family on the red at the red table. Everyone's got to come out.
0: Did you ever see On Your Feet? Whatever her. The, no, I didn't. As Gloria much as I, thing. as much as
1: I love Gloria, I never People saw. People liked it. Yeah.
0: People. Li- Emily wrote a song for it, so that was one of her first Aww, songwriting credits.
1: that's cute. Love that. Yeah.
0: Let's do a quick game of yes, no, maybe. Um.
4: Tyson Weekly. Does Kristen Bell really have a new line of CBD skincare, or am I having an aneurysm? Crunch,
0: crunch. You are not having an aneurysm. Kristen Bell launched Happy Dance, a trademark CBD brand with Kronos Group. Um, the new Happy Dance collection features a body butter, a coconut melt, and a bath bomb, all formulated with Kristen Bell's favorite clean ingredients and high-quality CBD from full-spectrum Stop, hemp extract. So the answer is yes. yes.
2: Hey, um, I've called about Rosalia like a million times. And I'll keep doing it until you play my calls. Like, like I won't stop ever. Um, but also there's this theory that like she and Bad Bunny dated and I don't know if the timelines work, but I'm kinda convinced that they did. Um, and that his song Infeliz and her song Belange are about each other. Um, I don't know if it works. But I would love to know more. But I guess I just wanted you to play my calls um, because I'm deranged. Also, yeah. Sorry, I'm outside because, you know,
0: live in La Vida laptop. I <laughs> love <laughs> <Scholar. laughs> so much. That's a good call. Uh, Rosalie and thems, the both thems, by both the way. Both thems, by the way. Both No. No, they said they didn't. And I feel like you are doing exactly what they want you to do, which is like, oh, they released music together. They must be fucking. Yeah. No, they don't. No, they don't. Interesting,
1: interesting, no. interesting. They never interesting.
0: said they did. No, the answer is no. I trust them. Next call.
4: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, So I am a really big fan of Gilmore Girls and all of the entertainment accounts are posting about how it's the 20th anniversary so there's like all these like 20 things you should know about Gilmore Girls or whatever Um and it talks about how the dad played by a guy named David Sutcliffe like stopped acting and retired I think it was on E! News and like has a podcast and stuff and so I like went on his Wikipedia as one does, and saw like did some more searching. because He didn't really tell me anything about like what he's doing now. Um, and then I went to his Twitter and his website. And so I went to the website, and it gives off kind of culty vibes. And I just wanted to get your um to get your perspective what is this like what is he doing he talks about how hold on what does he say he says you know are you ready to evolve are you ready for the next level techniques for shifting your mindset and it's like broad enough that it kind of just sounds really culty and I just wanted to to hear your thoughts davidsutcliffe.com. Even the, like, logo is kind of weird-looking. Um, he has, like, testimonials on his website. You, he can he coaches, you know? It's weird. would love to hear your thoughts. Um, me, inside.
0: Did David Sutcliffe, the dad from Gilmore Girls, start a cult? The answer is... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. So I was like, uh this person is this caller, isn't doesn't know what they're talking about. This guy is just probably a life coach. It's probably fine. And then I went to his website and I was like, uh, uh especially now that I've watched two episodes of The Vow, I don't know that I'm gonna finish it. I'm like, I get it. I don't know that I'm gonna keep going I honestly don't no,
1: honestly no. I'm almost at the yeah, end and I, I think I'm and I have to say no. Unless we wanna talk about it for the pod, that's a different conversation, but it's for the Patreon, it's really maybe. turned yeah, out yeah, maybe, it's really maybe. turned out to be quite the Slag, slag, yeah. slug, slug, slog. slog.
0: <laughs> so the, <laughs> this guy David Sutcliffe, I went to his website. The I noticed the the logo is very new agey and um like modernish spiritual. Uh, I was just like, hmm. It's one of those things where you're like, it couldn't be. And then you're like,
1: it could be? Oh, it might be. Oh, it probably is.
0: (laughs) And then you've got his life coaching sessions. And I was like, oh, no, he's just a life coach. But then whenever you want to schedule a consultation, it says, ready to transform your life? Schedule a consultation. Please note, colon, this is deep personal work. Minimum commitment is 12 weeks. Not all applicants are accepted. They're looking for a very particular type of personality. Someone who is susceptible to this guy's charms and someone with money. So I was just like, okay, there's something a little culty. There's something a little culty about here. And, and going from Lindsay's friend's uh, rules, he is the main guy. Uh, so that's a little worrying. I mean, honestly, he, there is a main guy.
1: Join at your own peril, but when they say you got to fuck the main guy, you'll know you're in a
0: cult. And it's all centered around an old 70s body-based process I'm doing air quotes here oh god called core energetics and I was just like this really does feel like something that he pulled out of the past and is like redoing for today's audiences in a way that could be like monetized and culty I was like this sort of seems like it might be culty so maybe Uh and with that we're done we gotta end this episode thank you for listening uh, what a great show! Call in at six one nine. Who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for a future episode. Um, support us on Patreon.com/Weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That'd be so great. We love reading your reviews. Other people probably like seeing them as well. And that's it. That's Thanks it, baby. Listening. That's it. Have a good it. weekend. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Hey.
2: Hey. Hey. I want to be famous.
4: Hi, my old sperm. Okay, y'all were just so rude to Nightly Pop. It is such a good show, and it's very hugely adjacent. And the fandom is very there's a lot of crossovers about all the types of hoover. so anyway, uh yeah, it's the only thing on EI Watch. It's a fucking amazing show, and you should absolutely watch it because you all would actually really enjoy it. Bye. Hey Lindsay, Bobby. I was watching TV, and Malcolm Gladwell uh, was featured in an ad, and I think Malcolm Gladwell is. Used to be a them, but I think now it's a who because I feel like he really hasn't done much recently, and I don't think Gen Z knows who he is. Um, But my partner pointed out that the ad didn't introduce him. It just assumed that you know who Malcolm Gladwell is. And so for that reason, she thinks he's still a them. So I guess two questions. Um, One, Malcolm Gladwell, who are them? Um, But also if an ad uses your likeness and doesn't, introduce you is that like them status okay crunch crunch